You've reached your destination at episode 31 of Happened to Your Career. Well, and then the, you know, if you're born in the 70s or 80s yes. or something like that, then you've like probably seen or something. Or yeah, you've circle. probably seen this uh, little ball that, yes. you know, is red on one side and blue on the other side. And mm-hmm. then it's got a little yellow handle and it's got all these different shapes. And you take the shapes and you put it in the appropriate shape hole right. in the ball. And, right. you know, if you don't fit up the right shape with the right hole, then miraculously they don't fit. This has happened to your career, the show that is all about helping you move to work you love. We want you to do work that fits your unique and signature strengths. We will bring you inspiration, tools, and roadmaps to help you in your journey. I'm Scott Anthony Barlow. Good morning, Mark. Morning. How's it going? <laughs> it's, it's going so good. You know how much we brighten everybody's day by the fact that we're laughing the minute we start recording? <laughs> People probably just smile listening to their devices. Or wonder what on earth happened before we just started recording. <laughs> and sometimes I wonder that too. <laughs> don't want to know. Don't ask. Just keep yourself it's, it's, pure and innocent. It's just better that way. Yep. So, so we, talk- we, we get to talk about today matching up opportunities for your career with right. what on earth it is that you want, need, have identified, uh, you know, all, all those different things that uh, that are, you know, that that you figured out that uh, that makes sense for you. So this is this is part of our month long series of, you know, how on earth do I figure out what it is that I want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Um, the inherent in that is that you have to have figured out what you wanted before you can match the opportunities with it, right? So where can people find that? Well, they find it on the uh, one-stop course. It'd be a great place. Or the past, what, three podcast interviews? Yeah, so... Or episodes, if, I guess? Uh, yes, yes, and also or via, yes. Or via the World Wide Web. <laughs> via the World Wide Web. Which is 25 now. Happy happy birthday last week. Woo! Thank you, Al Gore. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so go back, listen to the other episodes. I think they were episodes uh, uh, 27, 28, 29, 30. No, 30 was Austin. 30 was Austin. Well, we still talk about relevant stuff in there, too. So either way, we'll link those up in the show notes so that you can go back and and listen to those as well. But our previous episodes this, this month? check those out just just side note here but i just had the desire to sing that blake shelton song austin when i said austin you did i did <laughs> but i didn't do it Are you austin, resisting? i promise i did because that austin was a girl and i didn't want austin netsley to feel like i was calling him a girl i feel like he's probably bigger than me and could pummel me this just should got should should awkward. he want to very awkward why because i was gonna be singing a song about austin know. is this where we need the cricket noise yeah break maybe. out the cricket noise <laughs> okay so in those other episodes, we talked about some exercises, some things you can do to determine what you want. And one of the things that's important in that, and I think the major thing I would say that people miss, is they're really good, I think, about defining what they want in their career. Well, not really good, but they're better. Let's say better. Probably better. Um, you know, they know kind of the job they want. They think they do. They know kind of the amount of money they want to make in that job. Um, but they don't really look at the rest of their life. You know, they just think that their career is part of that part of their life. And that's, 
you know, this little compartment over there and, and none of the rest of it matters. And one of the things that we talk about a lot in those exercises and those um, other podcast episodes and, and the one-stop uh, email course is defining what you want in all aspects of your life and making sure that you know what you want in, you know, your family and your um, finances and your, um, you know, social life and, and those types of things because those all play into what you're going to end up doing and, and what opportunities will fit uh, what you want. So it's important to point out there. <laughs> it is important to point out it's there. Just, like, you just don't start talking, and I'm like, well, I guess I'll just keep rambling on. I was just going to see how long you go. Apparently, Scott went to get a drink of water. <laughs> I'll, I'll be back. Hold on. Carry on. <laughs> so, the show. Do some elevator music. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah so you can go back and you can you can listen to all those other other things it is really important that before you get to this stage you've got an understanding of what it is that you want in your career what it is that you want in your life because really at this point it's about we're going to focus on uh, not so much how to do that but the fact that that's a uh, you know that is important and then what you do after that Right. So how do you how do you take all of those things that you've learned about yourself and how do you actually match those up with different opportunities in the in the marketplace? You know, what what is that all about in the first place? Because that's something that people struggle with as well. They're like, well, I like eating spaghetti, but, you know, so I'm I. not sure how to make that work. And is that even viable? And I would say probably not, as you might imagine by the sarcastic tone. But um, what, wait, what? I can't make money eating spaghetti? Well, there are some people that can. Listen, what if I win that competition? You know, those like... Professional spaghetti eater? Yeah. Is that is that? You could also happen? argue... Well, I was just thinking like the hot dog competitions. There's got to be like a spaghetti one somewhere. There probably is. Like the spaghetti capital of the world, you know, somewhere in the Midwest has to, has to uh, have some sort of competition. You think there's a spaghetti circuit? Let's ask Austin. He's from the Midwest. This is like the Austin show all of a sudden. I, yeah, why are you? <laughs> <laughs> Settle uh, down. Settle like down, Mark Sievercroft. Simmer down now. Simmer down now. <laughs> little Saturday Night Live reference for you folks. Um, no, you know, you're right. Eating spaghetti is probably not a viable option. I'm sorry. So we want to talk about the things that are, though, and we want to talk about you know, how, how to actually approach that. Cause that's, that's a bit of a challenge, right? You yes. know, what, you know, if I am, uh, an artist or something like that, and I really enjoy that, that makes sense for me as a, as a career potentially, you know, is it actually in the artwork itself that, you know, I, I consider a viable option and, you know, will that, be supportive in the marketplace and so on and so forth. And those are legitimate questions to ask because obviously uh, we're no, not, not so much, not so much for you. I've seen your drawings. <laughs> I don't you think have? art is a viable option for you. You don't. I've just seen your drawings. I'm on your disappointed because paper that's on the wall. That's what I was going to do. If this whole <laughs> if this thing failed, this was, out. this was plan B. This, yeah. Art, art, artistic opportunities was plan B. Oh man. <laughs> you know, one of the things that sorry for like completely derailing you. Carrying on. One of the things that I've realized is as you define your wants and then you pick out these opportunities, you're gonna realize that some of the opportunities you thought fit don't really fit. Have you ever had that experience? I have had that experience. And I think that's one of the things that surprises people as they go through this process because everybody thinks they know what opportunities they want. 
just like everybody thinks they know what they want. But once they start defining both of those, they realize they don't really know or they think they do. Well, and sometimes it happens in, in different ways, too. Right. So, you know, I, I, I first of all, I guess we should probably define, you know, some of the specific stuff that we're going to talk about. And then we should probably get into some examples and, you know, how mm-hmm. this stuff actually plays out. So, you know, how can, how can people actually go about the process of, um, you know, matching up these opportunities right. with once? And really, it's about how do you how do you create that list of opportunities mm-hmm. to begin with? Because you can't pick right. from. You know, you can't pick from different choices or anything like that, and you won't be able to have the ability to make a decision, uh, which is something we'll talk about in next week's episode, specifically how to go about that process and the mindset with that and you know, so on and so forth, um, unless you've generated a list of options for yourself in some right. capacity. It doesn't have to be like 57 options, you know, uh, but it does, you probably need to have choices and you probably need to evaluate different things against each other. Right. And so talk about well, how to do that. Well, and this is a different challenge, I think, from, you know, some people just don't know what they want to do and they don't know how to figure out what they want to do. And then there's this challenge of, okay, well, how do you make that list and then start to narrow it down? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a different challenge. And I think some people have a harder time with this than they have with coming up with the ideas. And then I think some people have a harder time with coming up with ideas. Is that so, a- but this is naturally the other step creative way to say everybody has a hard time with different stuff <laughs> Is that a well and then they're stupid <laughs> no. no you're at you know you're right and you know one of the things that we were talking about this last week scott and and i had this analogy that yeah. i came up with and i yeah. and i have small children not like well, never mind uh they're short actually they're just young <laughs> um actually my daughter's very tall for her class which is weird because i'm short um but, you know, there's this little kid's toy, and I don't even know Weird. what you call it, but there's different versions of it. But my kids have this one, and it's like a barn. My son does. He's one. And there's, like, an A, B, C, and D on the top, and then there's, like, these little, like, um, shapes in another spot. And he has to take these little, like, A's and B's and C's and D's and put them in the right slot. And if he doesn't put them in the right slot, they don't fit. And the same with the square and the triangle and the circle and blah, 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 blah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Am I yeah. the only person that's seen this toy or is everybody seen one? Well, and then the, you know, if you're born in the 70s or 80s yes. or something like that, then you've like probably seen. or something? Or yeah, you've circle? probably seen this uh, little ball that, yes. you know, is red on one side and blue on the other side. And mm-hmm. then it's got a little yellow handle and then it's got all these different shapes. And you take the shapes and you put it in the appropriate shape hole right. in the ball. And, right. you know, if you don't fit up the right shape with the right hole, then miraculously they don't fit. Except for that, you know. I think it was the star or something like that. Like you could, you could Never cram. Well, you could cram the stuff oh, into the right. star hole. Yes, but. you could like fit the square inside the star or something, right? Yeah. So, and it's interesting because those things seem easy to us as adults, but I watch my son do it, and it's difficult for him at times. Like I think he knows, but like his dexterity just does not let him do it. Um, and you know that's really what happens in our careers. We get all of these ideas. You know, we we walk through this process of of taking or you know figuring out what we want in our career and everything but now we have to figure out how to take those things and then fit them into opportunities and to find out which opportunity matches which want and i think one of the things people are going to realize is as they start doing this if they've never done this before it's going to be a little bit difficult you know she's going to be just like a little kid it's going to take some time to say okay well you know i want these types of things where does that fit 
what types of things they do. So, you know, this isn't necessarily, I don't think, a 10-minute process that people are going to sit down with and, you know, list all their wants on one side and all their opportunities on the other, and they're going to do that little, like, first-grade activity where you draw a line from the one that matches the other. That does sound great. If we could... Although that would be nice. Figure out a way to get to that point. (laughs) We could. It just wouldn't work. I mean, they could draw a line all they want. Yeah, it's just not quite that simple. (laughs) But, you know, I think really... You know, when we get to these latter parts of this um, this process, it does take a little bit more time. It's not going to be as quick as some of the other other activities and exercises you've done. It's gonna you're gonna have to sit down and, and spend some time trying to figure out which wants fit with which opportunities. And you're gonna have to look at it from different angles. You're gonna have to um, you know do some research possibly at times. You know, if there's a certain job or a certain career or, or industry you want to be in, you might have to do some research and say, okay, does this really fit what I want? You know, does it really fit um, the type of hours I want to have? Does it really, you know, is there an, an opportunity for it in the area that I want to live in? Um, does it give me freedom to be with my, my kids when they have a, a school play or, or whatever it is that you've decided you wanted? It's going to take some, some time, some homework, some um, thinking to make these match up and figure out which ones do match up. However, I think the time spent now is better than the time spent later to look for another job when you don't like the one you got. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's that's probably a point, point to talk about, too, for just a minute, because, you know, our goal really as a, as a company is actually to be able to take people from where they're at and move them towards work that they love. And sometimes that's a multiple step process. Right. You know what? And uh, in reality, you know, some people aren't necessarily far enough along with their experiences and to where they can get to the point where they just miraculously in one step just move to, you know, the best and perfect job ever for them or perfect career yeah. for them, you know, or perfect business for them or whatever it happens to be for them. Um, so sometimes it's a multiple step process, but you know, all that being said, our goal is to take you closer and closer and closer to that, mm-hmm. you know, for wherever you're at. Um, you know, that, that could seem a little bit depressing sometimes, but we're just being realist about it. You know, we don't we don't want to come out and promise that, you know, in in six months you're going to be, you know, healthy, wealthy and wise. Well, although it, that would be nice. It could happen. Yeah. So, you know, but not necessarily before. I guess I'll use myself as an example, you know, just, uh, just off the top of my head. We'll make know, an example of you. We'll make an example of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In many, many good and mostly bad ways. Uh, but I mean, take a, okay. So before the, before happened to your career, before, you know, that was even thought of and everything like that. You know, I'd been making, you know, before step it was by a step, twinkle in your eye. Before it was a twinkle, a twinkle in my in eye. Mother's eye. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And that whole, yeah. <laughs> cricket. Cricket. I thought it was funny. Break out the cricket noise. Somebody laughed at it. Uh anyways, so, carry on. Before you thought of before you thought be, of happened. Before to I thought of happened to your career. Yeah. Um I'll, even you know all the all the way back to the very very first time. So I got I got fired from that job. Realized that hey, this didn't line up with the things that I wanted to do. I was really bad at it. Started making the you know making my own steps and realizing hey, I gotta I gotta figure out how to get closer and closer to this whole you know job I really enjoy thing and career that you know I actually love and so on and so forth because I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And you know that that very first transition was into HR and 
you know, I I spent several years at that uh, that role, and that actually was very very much closer. I was much more lined up with my strengths, is much more lined up with what I wanted out of life. It was the types of challenges that I wanted, um, you know. But it wasn't it wasn't perfect. Um, I still had a lot of fun at that uh, that role, but then I transitioned into something else that was again even better, even better fit for you know my my life, even better fit for my family's needs. At that point in time, I had you know gone from having a having no family to having you know first kid and second kid, and then you know even made a, another transition after that, and it was still a little, little bit better. You know, and that was uh, that was another HR role that I transitioned into that time, and you know, spent about th- three, four, I don't know, however many years, and and you know, still every single time was was moving closer and closer and closer, and mm-hmm. work that I definitely uh, you know more enjoyed, and as I continued to learn about myself and what I specifically wanted, then. Uh, you know, I could build upon that every, every single time. And that's, that's really our goal is to be able to get you um, one very much in tune with what it is that you want right now, and then be able to continue to build on that. So we can get you closer and closer and closer because realistically, you know, um, and statistically, you're not going to necessarily be doing the exact same thing seven or eight years from now. Right. compared to what you're doing right now. And I don't know that you should be too, as you continue to heighten your self-awareness. Yeah, I think I think as you grow, you're naturally going to change. It's just whether you're going to do it, you know, because you want to or because it happens. <laughs> um, you know, we, we you want to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I just totally blanked out. What's that word when you're doing something on purpose? Intentional. Intentionally. That's the word we're looking for. Okay. You know, and and I think as as you were sharing your experience, I was thinking back to mine, and I realized that you know sometimes based on what you want to do, sometimes you need to alleviate some of the other strains and stresses, and, and you may only alleviate a few of them, but that allows you to move forward. Like you know, in my my story, I mean, you were telling your story, so I can tell mine, right? In my permission granted, thank good you, sir. Thank you. Whew, thank you. Uh, thank you, my liege, <laughs> um, <laughs> the king of the podcast. Uh, you know, I had to get a job where I was working like 70 hours a week and I had, well, I won't say I didn't have any time, but it was hard to make time when I was working so much because I'd get home and I'd be tired or I'd be spending time with my family the little bit of time I had. So I had to relieve that strain and find a job that, you know, wasn't necessarily my dream job. It was a much better, um, a much better fit for me, but it wasn't, you know, certainly wasn't my dream job, but it allowed me to have the time to where I could start working on the things that I really wanted to work on. So I think sometimes you might have to do that for a time reason. And sometimes you might have to do that for um, an environment reason. Maybe you're in a job that's uh, really toxic and you need to get out of there so you can actually um, have the frame of mind, you know, to be positive and to, to move forward and to, uh, to make these decisions. So, you know, certainly that's a possibility and you need to not discount that, that sometimes that does happen. And, and um, it's not a not something to be discouraged about if you don't, you know, walk into your dream job and you know, dream of lollipops and sunshine every night. You know, within three months, it doesn't always happen. So, is it's it's fair to say then the goal here is we want you to be able to, um, well, you know, think of it like a slot machine. So we came up with this example the other day, right? We hadn't thought about 
this before, but think about it like a slot machine. Right. And, you know, it's got more than just the three, you know, the three little slots where oranges and cherries and all kinds of other stuff pop up. Sevens. Right? Don't it's, forget sevens. Don't forget sevens. Yep. So, you know, it might have, you know, 20 different areas or, or whatever it is, but it's you've really got that slot machine. Thing. It's a big slot. This is like the granddaddy of slot machines. This is the slot machine of life. What do you, what do you win? <laughs> you win <laughs> a brand new car. Well, there's that too. In nickels. <laughs> and nickels. All the nickels you desire. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I want a lot of nickels. I mean, I wake up every morning. I wish I had more nickels. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. Me too. So if you go with this whole slot machine example, and you know, really your goal and our goal for you is to try and get you to have as many, as many cherries or sevens or whatever it is that's, uh, that's winning, whatever it is that's lining up there with, uh, with your career. Because the more of those pieces that you line up, the, the more you win. Right. You know, but you can still win a little bit if you get like four. You can still win a little bit if you if you get like four or five well, or whatever. And I, and I think that's the key to remember is you're going through this process because it certainly is a process that, you know, you might not get all 20. That's a big slot machine. All that's 20 big. lined up at once. But this could. time, you might be, the last time you you uh, pulled the lever. Is that how you do it with slot machine? I've never played You can push machine. the button. Or push too. a button, whatever. I think the lever mm. seems more exciting. It is. Um, the last time you pulled the lever, you might have got two. But this time when you pull it, you might get five. So that's better, obviously. And so then the next time you pull it, you might get seven. And the next time you pull it, you might get 12. And so that's that's the process is, you know, you start lining up these wants and these with your opportunities. And you may not get to your dream job today, but as you take the time to look at what you want and line it up with the opportunities you want and figure out which ones fit, which ones don't, you'll be able to get more lined up. And sooner or later, you will get um, get to work you love. Exactly. And the, the alternate is that you don't get to work to you love. So you might as well just keep pulling the lever. <laughs> so we're still working the slot we're, machine example we're, out. <laughs> we're encouraging people to uh, gamble. Yes, gamble with your life and your, you your know. Career. Uh, no. Okay, so more cherries. That's the beautiful Las Vegas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're still waiting for that check. It's it's on its way. Don't worry about it. Like, just come pull the lever. You'll get, yeah, just, we'll, we'll sponsor you. Yeah. So more cherries and all that and everything along those lines. So how do you actually do that? So, you know, we already mentioned you need to you need to go back and you need to be able to do some of these other things. You need to have generated some thoughts and had some reflection in what you actually want in your career. You need to be able to acknowledge some of those things. You need to acknowledge what it is that you want in your life. You know, what are those things that are in your past that you want to carry forward into your future uh, that that fit you? What are your natural strengths? You know, all of all of those things need to be considered because there's two things you're going to do with that information. One of those is start to rule out opportunities uh, that may look good um, at first until you realize that, hey, wow, this doesn't actually line up with any of these things that I've defined. You know, I am great at this. It really doesn't allow me to be uh, able to do great work. You know, I want this particular type of flexibility or environment or whatever it is uh, in in my life, and it just doesn't happen to line up with that either. Um, you know, I, I, I you know I want uh, this other thing in in my career. Uh, maybe it's uh, I want this type of you know this type of boss or this type of schedule or this type of 
um, you know, support from a company or this type of uh, opportunity for growth or challenge or whatever it is for you, you know, on one hand, it starts to become a measuring stick Mm -hmm. to see how well, you know, different types of opportunities line up. So, you know, I, 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 oh, go ahead. Here's a good example of this. Let's say you're a really good human cannibal, but one of your wants is that you want to have grandchildren. <laughs> just don't fit. Yeah. <laughs> She'll die before that. No, it was, it was facetious. But I mean, it, it illustrates the point. I mean, I think there's things that we think are opportunities because we're good at them. You know, and everybody's told us we're good at them. And so we, we, we view that as an opportunity. But as you start to define your wants, you might realize that that's not necessarily an opportunity because you don't want to be doing that. Or it doesn't line up with something you want. You know, maybe you're really good at, um, you know, some sort of job that requires you to be on the road for three month, three weeks out of the month. But one of your wants is that you want to spend more time with your family. You know, just because you're good at it doesn't mean that it necessarily fits with what you've defined as what you want out of your life. And those are the types of things that you're going to rule out. Are those things that as you look at them more and as you um, kind of flesh them out and d- define what they are, you'll see some of those and you'll see, wow, that doesn't really fit. That doesn't really fit the type of you know work environment I want to have or that doesn't really fit uh, the time commitment I want to have or that doesn't um, pay enough. You know, I mean, that's, you know, those are all things that you'll see as you start to really line these two up and you're not going to find it until you actually do start lining them up. And I think that's the problem is a lot of people, uh, myself included in the past, we'll look at these separately. We'll look at our wants for a while and then we'll look at our opportunities for a while, but we won't look at them both together and try to define together how they fit. So um, a less cannibalistic example might be, yeah, I I talk to people all the time. For some reason, I don't know why this comes up again and again in in my world. What do you mean cannibalistic? I thought that's what you said. Did I I misunderstand? Human cannon ball. Oh, human cannon ball. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no Mark, wonder you weren't laughing at my joke. That's such a weird example. <laughs> You're a human cannibal. No, cannon <laughs> space ball. Okay, I'm with you now. <laughs> like, Mark, that doesn't huh. fit. Okay, cricket, cricket. <laughs> <laughs> you better find that cricket sound. I know I've got. I'm going to use it all the time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Our phone and hold it next. To so the a phone. less cannonballistic example. <laughs> Jody Mayberry will like that joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I thought you were going Accidental for. Joke. That's that's totally what I thought you were going for. It's like, totally wow, you've been you've been spending plug. too much time with Jody Mayberry. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Anyways, a better example, you say. Anyways, a better example. This one comes up all the time, but accounting. For some reason, people see accounting as like the cure-all. I don't, I don't fully understand. People go so from, well, I like numbers. Yeah, and that's, that's what happens. I don't know if like high schools like pump that into the sound system. They're like accounting. A little you bit. will do accounting. Do well, so, see, but I started aligning my wants with my opportunities and realizing that I didn't want to do taxes. <laughs> Anyways, carry on. Yeah, and I mean, there's a number of different ways to be able to do accounting, certainly. But you know, I, I'll the same conversation can, seems to pop up in in my world all the time. People are like, "Yeah, I went to school for accounting, or I want to go to school for accounting, or I want to, you know, do this." And they're, I'm like, "Well, why why did you pick that? You know, why how did you end up there? You know, whatever." Like, "Well, I really like numbers," and then it, the conversation continues, and uh, you know they. 
they talk about all of these other things that they they love, you know, and you see them light up and you see their body language and all kinds of other stuff like that. And, you know, they're passionate about it. It's like, hey, did you know that doesn't fit with accounting at all? <laughs> you know, there's the numbers thing. And that's one one small portion. And that that makes sense that you like numbers and those come naturally to you. And that's that's important. That's something to consider. But nothing else lines up with a uh, with accounting for you. So I'm sorry that you ended up here. Um. So you you don't want to be that person is really where I'm going with that. So the ways that you can do that are, um, are, are certainly, you know, taking, taking essentially that list that we're talking about or several lists for what you want in your career, you want in your life, you want in your past, and then don't rule out any mm-hmm. different opportunities. You have to be able to put things on the page that, um, that your mind might normally say, oh, I couldn't do that. That requires four years of school. or And that's the danger here a little bit is um, as you're considering opportunities and as I talk to people about considering opportunities, they've mentally ruled a bunch of stuff out already just just through their normal mindset. They've justified right. them not even considering it as an option. So you've got to be able to consider all options and on the table. And we're going to get into this a little bit more next week, mm-hmm. but you can't qualify some of the stuff that you're putting down there that you're considering as opportunities um, at this stage in the game. Right. Yeah, because if you do that, you're going to miss a lot of things because the, the thing is you may end up ruling that out at some point, but before you do, it might lead you to the next idea or the next opportunity. You know, maybe you don't want to be an accountant, but as you're looking into what accountants do, then you're like, oh, okay, well, there's also, um, you know, you know who works with accountants and and you, you start thinking about who you're going to work with if you're an accountant and then you're like oh well I could be you know maybe a financial advisor or something and and so as you do that as you don't rule them out um you know it gives you that opportunity to you know follow the natural progression and maybe find something else that will fit that you hadn't thought of before so yeah you're absolutely right if you rule them out now then you know you're going to end up with the same three choices that you always have and then you'll be miserable again for the rest of your life yeah, so I mean really what you really what it comes mm. down to is this is this is somewhat of a brainstorming exercise. This is somewhat yes. of a hey taking the information that you have taking an inventory of all of these other things that you've generated, you know, through this self-reflection and then being able to say, "Okay, you know, it, you know, what is out there? Not out there even. You know, what do I want to do? What kind of opportunities are uh can I create even that line up with you know, wanting to have this type of schedule and wanting to, you know, make this amount of money and you know, wanting to you know, do something that allows me to break down complex concepts um, because that's something I enjoy or whatever it is. And right. honestly, one of the things that I find always helps me, this may not be for you, but it helps me to be able to do that with somebody else. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go hire a coach um, to be able to do something like that, although that's that's you know certainly a possibility but you know you can do that with a you can do that with a friend you can do that with a family member you can do that with somebody else you trust and that you're comfortable with because Mm -hmm. to some degree you're a little bit bearing all and you kind of have to do that in this process to be honest enough with yourself to get to the results and opportunities uh, at least a list of them where you know you're going to actually be happy yes agreed (laughs) <laughs> there's nothing I can add to that it's absolutely flawless in all ways it's as if the heavens opened and brought down career advice almost 
Almost. <laughs> or something like that. I'm trying no, to decide the level of patronized you. in the... Oh, it's yeah. high. It's high. It's high. Don't, it's high. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't spend time worrying about it. Just ask me. Um, yeah, you're, you know, you're absolutely right. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. You're killing me, Smalls. Killing me, Smalls. <laughs> so, you know, like you said, next week we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, making the decision. And that, again, is another you know, thing that people have troubles with once they've made this brainstorming. So, you know, spend the next week um, doing some of this, you know, do, do a little bit of brainstorming, figure out, you know, your wants, you know, go back and listen to the other episodes as well and, and do those exercises that we talk about and come up with some ideas of what you want and then, you know, match some opportunities with them, see the ones that you think will fit. And uh, when, we, when we come back next week, then we'll talk about actually making that final decision and uh, what you do from there. And, you know, you mentioned a little bit, Scott, about mindset, and that really is what it comes down to. Um, when you get to this point is just, you know, looking at it the right way and having the right mindset as you go forward and realizing that, you know, you're not making a decision for the next 50 years of your life. Well, and the one thing I would add to that, cause yeah, you're, you're right. That is extremely important. See, I uh, agree with everything he says. And then he comes back and says, yeah, it's pretty good, but let me make it better. <laughs> not one upping. I'm adding, adding, adding. Not one up being just fixing your screw. Just Go fixing ahead. your screw. <laughs> Get back in that cage. <laughs> I don't even know if I can add it now. You got a joke? <laughs> you got a joke to tell? I, I got no Sorry. no joke to tell. Carry on. <laughs> that I well, I like what you said. Like you know, all joking aside, seriously, I like what you said, and I think the thing that I would add to that is. Um, I want to reemphasize that you can't rule anything out at this point. You can't be able to, if you'll do yourself an injustice, if you start ruling out opportunities, uh, because you don't see them as possible, Mm -hmm. it's okay to rule out opportunities that don't fit with all the things that you've identified that you want or that don't fit up with enough of the things that you want. Right. But it's not okay to rule out opportunities and rule out ideas of opportunities even because you're still at the idea stage really in reality. Mm-hmm. Really in reality. Really in reality. <laughs> really. <laughs> it, it's not okay to rule out those things because you don't think that they're possible. Right. Um, because Simba didn't think it was possible to be king Simba either, but didn't think now he just can't wait to be king. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to burst into song. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. There, just there for you. Go. It happened. Yep. That just Boom. happened. Boom. Mic drop. And he's out. Yeah. You know, and, and, and uh, you know, just in closing here, um, I we, we should probably mention, because I know we've had a few people mention this and, and have some questions, but the one-stop course we have. The intro course. The yeah. intro course that goes over all of these things. It one of the things that's really key to it and foundational is the fact that we want you to do these exercises. A lot of these exercises are the ones that are in that course and we want people to do them. So because of that, we don't send you an email every day because little Sally might have a soccer game tonight or you know, little Johnny might have guitar lessons. And so we give you a couple days to do them because we really want to make sure that you do these exercises in between um, the next steps because we understand that none of this stuff works unless you do it. That's a novel concept, I know. But a lot of times we just read an email and then we move on with our day and it's like, oh, we'll go back to that later and we never do because, you know, we had to go help with the Boy Scouts or whatever it was. How many more examples can I use? Does anybody, have, does anybody name anybody Sally anymore? 
All three of my kids are Anyways, named Sally. All three of them. Every <laughs> single one, even the boys. <laughs> no, you know, whatever your kids' name is, we, we want you to make sure you do these things. We want to give you time to do them. So the course is set up to where you receive an email every other day, except for the first day, because, you know, we say, hi, welcome to the course, and then we give you the first thing the next day. So the key is to do it. And so as you go through this course and as you share it with your friends, make sure you tell them, okay, if you're not going to do it, don't do it. That redundant. If you're not going to do it, don't do it. Do you have to be told not to do something if you're not going to do it? Apparently. Hmm. So, Hmm. you know, those days are there not only so that you can can do the work and you don't end up missing things and having too much thrown at you really, really quick, uh, but also because this stuff really requires reflection it it just does i mean you know we're focusing a lot on you know so sit, the things in the so past sit, and sit next to the pond when you do it sit next to the pond yes yes for the reflection if yes <laughs> sorry i got it i'm very dense but i still <laughs> got it i'll be here all week folks yeah it does it takes a lot of thought well it should if you're doing it right i guess it doesn't necessarily have to you could probably sit down and do this in 10 minutes but if you really want it to work you're certainly right. It does take reflection and it does take thought and, you know, asking yourself some questions and that type of thing. Dead air. Cricket. Scott, where'd you go? Cricket. Cricket. I'm looking up a cricket noise. <laughs> I'm looking yes. up the cricket Sorry. Noise. <laughs> so um, head to the show notes for this and uh, let us know what you think. Let us know um, what opportunities fit in your life. Hey, thank you for listening to HTYC. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much for all those folks that have gone on and left us ratings and reviews. This helps our show be found within iTunes and Stitcher. So if you haven't already, please take a moment and go on and leave us a rating and review so that others can find the podcast as well and move to work that they love. And thank you very much to Joshua Rivers who left us a five-star review. We really appreciate you listening, Josh, and we'll talk to you next time. This episode's produced by HTYC Media. Let's know how we can help you. We would like to help. I feel like I'm on my own here. I feel like Scott's quit talking. Scott, have you checked out? Sorry, still looking for that cricket noise. (laughs) (laughs) And we're out.